0: Welcome to the Construction Pals Podcast, brought to you by Blue Tape, your source for the latest in the construction world. Hard hats off, headphones on, and let's get started.
1: of Construction Pals, where we bring together industry experts and community members to talk about all the important issues in the construction industry. In our next episode, we'll have a roundtable discussion with Brad Rolo, CEO and co-founder of GoFor, aimed at creating the best delivery experience possible, built by construction professionals for construction professionals, and leveraging a high-tech background and unique insights from many years of firsthand experience, witnessing material shortfalls, that building and construction professionals experienced That was really the core driver. Brad, I got to say, really happy and, and pleased to have you with us. I'm looking forward to a dynamic discussion. And I really want to begin with just kind of an overview, a high level of, of you and why you decided to create Go Forward Delivers. And what was that moment that inspired you? Keeping in mind that great moments are born from great opportunities and clearly, these opportunities were paid you know, by your past and prior leadership ventures. So thanks again for being here and look forward to learning a little more about you and your venture.
0: Yeah, well, thanks for the invite. Happy to be here. Yeah, you know, my background is, uh, as you kind of alluded to, it's a little bit of a, a strange background. You from you typically see in tech or construction. You know, it's a mixture of uh, construction and technology. Um, you know, something construction is something I did in my summer jobs and between jobs for the longest time. Also graduating in the 90s with a, arts, a degree in arts and geography. Probably didn't lead into an easy job at the time, so I went into construction. I did that for a bunch of years before getting into um, geographical information systems and eventually technology, where I was a product manager through the dot-com days. Oh. And then, you know, kind of went through that, saw that kind of interesting time period, working with some of the biggest companies around. I uh, went to a couple other startups after that before in about circa 2005, starting my own construction company and the genesis of go for you know ran that for 10 years genesis go for was me solving my biggest pain point as the owner operator of a construction company and that's how do you get something from a to b in a quick and efficient manner uh you kind of go through the different problems right dealing with different ways you know you start doing it yourself and then you realize as the owner operator you're just a go for you're driving around spending all your time in your truck you push it onto your employees to do it and you realize that they're gone for two hours they, uh, they forget half the stuff that they're supposed to bring. And there's always this magical moment where, you know, everybody on the job site, as the guy's leaving the, the, uh, the pickup, gets a text from everybody on the job site saying, can you get coffee, right? And then it's a magical, how everybody who sent that text asking for coffee thinks he's already got the coffee, he's on his way back. So they stop their job and sit down and wait for the coffee to show up. So you can imagine the amount of lost money and productivity by doing it yourself, you know, uh, with your employees. And then the third option we looked at was that you pushed it off to your suppliers and your retailers to do that delivery. And each one of those will have a fleet, right? And those fleets have a capacity every day. And if you're, you know, if they do four trucks and maybe 32 deliveries a day, if you order 33 for that day, you're pushed into the future. And in construction, you know, construction, timely delivery of materials is key to keeping sites productive and moving forward. And so we realized that, you know, for retailers as well as construction by saying no or not being able to do that urgent delivery. That was either lost revenue or lost revenue for everybody. And so that's where go for is born just to solve that biggest pain point. Cause there was nothing at the time when we launched this in 2000, Well, we started on the napkin in 2015, there was nothing out there at all addressing the need in the industry.
1: Yeah. And Brad on that note too, it sounds like, right. It's always tempting. And I, I use this quote often, especially in the industry, If the only tool you have is a hammer to treat everything as if it were a nail uh, and with your background and in the construction space, we know uh, it's about getting around the obstacles that are presented to you you, uh, and to others. So in that vein, right, as you started to develop this platform and come up with this right size solution for your core customers, what were some of the initial challenges you faced when it came to product adoption uh, in the core market?
0: Yeah, you know, so the biggest challenge we ever faced was that everybody kind of recognized the need for this, but everybody else had done it the way they've always done it. And that's so typical in construction, right? I've done it this way. Why would I change? And, you know, getting over that hump, whether it was the contractor doing it the way they always did it, or sending a guy or doing it themselves or the supplier saying, yeah, I'm okay with pushing a delivery off to the future. Uh, It was a lot of, you know, we had a lot of education in the early days to get over right? That was probably the biggest obstacle we faced for sure.
1: Got it. And and what do you perceive are some of the greatest challenges in distribution and supply chain in the construction industry today?
0: Yeah, you're seeing the challenges around, you know, two sides of the equation, right? you got your contractors who have their challenges and you have the retailers who have their challenges, right? The retailers have their vehicles. And if I got one truck it, eventually my volume of delivery start to catch up to that truck. And then once it gets past it, I buy a second truck. And then you're in a never-ending step effect, right? Constantly spending capital expense to add these vehicles. Furthermore, these vehicles really are lost leaders to, uh, to all suppliers and retailers, retailers in the construction space, right? Your, your capacity utilization on the vehicle is only about 40 50%. In other words, it goes out full one way, comes back empty the other way. Right. So to break even or to make money on that deal, you have to charge a lot more than you actually do. The problem in construction is we, all contractors, we all know what we should be charging for delivery, right? It's really well set in every, every market. Everybody charges within a few dollars the same price point on the vehicles, right? And so you can't charge so for a flatbed moffet, you might pay $125 for that delivery typically. But that, the retailer really should be charging 250 with the capacity utilization issue there, right? So you're never charging enough for it. With Go4, you know, we, we first of all, we take off that scaling effect, right? So you don't have to worry about scaling up with vehicles with us, right? We will always add up. We'll scale as you need. But then even more importantly, when you hit the down season, you don't have to park vehicles that are just sitting there losing money and lay off employees. We scale down with you to, to match that demand as well. And then the fact that we can keep our our fleets busy at a capacity utilization of over 80%, that means we can bring that cost of delivery down into the realm where contractors want to see it. Right. And then our drivers are still making a great living. On the contractor equation, you know, you, you have to find a way to get materials to a job site and keep them job job sites stocked with materials all the time. Right. And there's no telling how your employees may use the last hundred two by fours. You know, I've left job sites before when I ran my construction company, where you had enough material for the day, but then your, your, your lead carpenter decide, you know, what we need to build scaffolding to get ready to put on the roof, the roof trusses and stuff like that. And then suddenly there goes your lumber and no productivity gained for that day. And you've got to get that the next two by fours, a job site in a quick and efficient manner, right. To keep that crews busy. And so, when you look at in the in the market, you can rely on the fleet on a, a retailer's existing fleets, but you got to worry about their capacity, right? Getting that order in the right time and get it on the job site. You can do it yourself, but you know, as an owner operator, or a project manager, a superintendent at a construction site, you have more important duties what actually affect the bottom line. You can send an employee, but that employee is going to be gone for two hours, and it's going to cost you one hundred and fifty dollars, which is you know, if you're doing a cargo van delivery, typically what you send an employee for that's three times what you would pay go for, Mm -hmm. right? So you're constantly in this balance of how do I get something to a job site quickly and doing it in an effective manner. And if you rewound us to 2015, when I kind of left the construction world to start go for, there was actually no solutions out there to do that, right? You had to rely on your team, your vehicle or the retailer.
1: It, it, you know, and that's interesting. You say that, right? Because if you think about, you in particular, the United States, Um, Over the last couple of decades, right, we have we have fetishized efficiency at the expense of investing in resilience. We've become more digital, virtual asset light. It's it's a just in time economy. Um, It's been great for profit margins, but it's left many companies short on stuff. Right. We've seen that this year, particularly uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, plants, equipment and in some cases, you know, inventory, you know, strong shortages. This is gonna change. There's a lot of bottlenecks, but what role, uh, Brad, do you see technology right playing playing in this change here moving forward? And in particular, what are some of the cutting edge things that Go4 is doing, right, to be there? Whether that is data-driven decision making, uh, enhancing resilience, and engaging with, with BIM modeling, et cetera? Would love to get your direct perspective on that, given the unique time that we are living through right
0: now. Yeah, so you know, I don't think there's an industry that's ever needed disruption through technology like construction has, right? It's been left in the in the 60s and 50s and and, and how it operates. In fact, you know, you kind of look at the opportunity to disrupt in in, in the industry is, is very, very significant. You know, productivity in construction has actually been on a down a decline every year since for the last 40 years, right? Despite the advances in tech in, in equipment and that sort of thing, right? Technology has never been there because it has been very really hard to adopt it. Now we have the mobile internet, right? Now you get devices and apps that you can put on a phone and bring to a job site. And, you know, there's a couple of platforms you work on so it's much easier to build it out, right? You have displays that everybody can use. So that's really changed it and forced everybody to accelerate. I think as we go forward, you'll start to see that actually the construction industry regain some of the productivity it, it had lost back in the past years.
1: Yeah, and, and one of the big things too we've seen is, you know, yes, there's all this technological progress, and you just hit on it, right? The the need to switch between like a blue way of operating, being more innovative and forward thinking, and a red, a red manner, a lot of execution, heavy processes. I mean, what do you what are you seeing and hearing? Are some of the, the biggest stop gaps, right? To, or barriers for companies to adopt technology, you know, these new technology trends. And what are some of the, the tips that GoFor would give to industry players and customers to make it easier to kind of get on board and start to streamline the business more effectively?
0: Yeah, I think I think you had a lot of companies who wanted to use technology in the past years. Right. And, and they got scared away because, you know, you, you get something like a Procore or GoFor for whatever else, you know, whatever app you needed. But before, you know, even time tracking was an issue. Okay. Right. Everybody had a different phone. You know, there was multiple versions of it. Nobody really had data, great data plans. Right. So they were always not wanting to use it, that sort of thing right now you fast forward to today right we have much better mobile internet technologies we have unified platforms and now with the the advent of uh, the use of api you can see different solutions integrate with other solutions right it gives you a much it gives you a much more seamless use of the technology across platforms when they can all link together and i think that's what go for Has always been, is, you know, like everybody talks about us being a, uh, you know, logistics or a last mile delivery company, but we're really a technology company, right? That provides delivery that will use this technology to leverage it, right? As best possible and then link it together amongst all the different applications or systems you're using. You know, one case I like to draw is as we come out and we develop our, our, you know, our service levels and our, our services is what we call right in time delivery. You know, so you mentioned just in time. We like to talk about right in time. And, you know, if you think of a, a large construction site that, uh, you know, has 12 gates and a crane that's moving from certain schedule to each gate, you want certain product to show up at certain gates at, a, at, a, at the right time. So you're not you know, double parked, you're not blocking traffic, the crane's not waiting there 20 minutes and pushing the schedule back. And so what we're doing is we're starting to build the technology around having that product there right at a certain time. And then being able to, because we've automated delivery, have that communication be t- from our app or our platform into your building information management system, mm-hmm. right? Your BIM system um, and to whatever you're, you're using to manage the construction. So you know when certain things are gonna be there and really schedule it that way. So that's just some of the things, the, you know, some of the disruption we're looking at bringing.
1: And, and Brad, you know, on top of all that, right? To round out our discussion, you know, a lot of times we say life can only be understood backwards but it must be lived forwards. And this is where I want you to just, you could go nuts answering this question as we look to the future and the vision, Uh, in particular, logistics and distribution, right? There is a ton of talk right now about, of course, transition to EVs, right? Today, if you look at the United States, we're potentially looking at about 175 billion to to go towards um, EV charging and the transition into carbon neutrality. Plus you have the whole idea of self-driving trucks, um, and, and, essentially what that does is it could make, you know, for a more efficient operating on busy roads to predict and analyze traffic. I mean, what are you hearing and seeing? I would just love to get your perspective on all these things that a lot of people read about, but they don't have the opportunity to talk to somebody like yourself who's touching the industry on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. You know, I have my, I have some, some strong opinions about this, right? So I think EVs are, are, are critical, right? And you know, electric vehicles, it's the next step in delivery, right? They bring down the total cost of ownership for that owner-operator of the vehicle, you know, so we, now you can do a delivery so that, that great, at a great price point, but the owner-operator can still bring home a great living. And I think that's a great transition. You know, we hear a lot about autonomous vehicles, right? Autonomous vehicles in the last mile are a ways away, right? You still actually have to get a package or to delivery from the vehicle to the house or to the construction site and put it in the right spot. So when go for and what we view and what we're starting to look at for the future is actually robotics. You see EVs, robotics Mm -hmm. followed eventually by AVs or or even um, a drone delivery and stuff like that. But the robotics part is a key, right? What we wanna do is find a way for that product to be easily unloaded at a job site, removing the, hopefully the human eventually. Um, but actually right now in the near term, it's, it's actually to put in, allow a one person to do a two man job, Provide them robotics that allows them to easily drop off a hundred sheets of, of drywall in a garage or provide them a robotics type, um, dolly to transport up a, a fridge to the second floor of an apartment building. Right. So one person can take a two man job. And therefore, your cost of delivery can continue to come down, but the amount that uh, that human, that driver makes is that much more. And then eventually, I do see autonomous being be there, but you'll always, again, still have to manage or use the robotics in some way. So there may be more piloting and maybe more uh, more involved in the routing part to take the pressure off the driver and let them worry about the delivery only.
1: Yeah, I like what you talk about here with robotics, right? I mean. We see it now, AI will make it possible for the internet to directly engage with people in the real world through robotics and drones. Um, but we're seeing little machines that will do smart things by themselves. The inroads are there. And I think we're all very curious to see how this um, quickly transcends and moves forward over time. And Brad, I can't thank you enough and just make sure I got this correctly, right? GoFOR allows suppliers to service their customers better while cutting costs, creating transparency, and reducing mistakes through automation. And I'm personally, I know the LinkPal community is excited to continue to watch your platform thrive uh, as it automatically outsources excess deliveries um, and suppresses delivery fleets that are fully booked. So it's an exciting time in the industry. We're gonna continue to watch it. Just in closing, how can folks find you on social, um, you know, Twitter handle, LinkedIn, website, anything you wanna call out before we, we wrap up our session today?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you can obviously find it at Go4it. Go uh, we also have a one eight hundred number, which is listed on the website. So we're happy to take phone calls. As those who still like to use the old ways of communication are, are available, uh, you can reach out to me at Brad.rollo at go or you can find me on LinkedIn under Brad Rollo as well. And I'm a heavy, I'm a heavy user of LinkedIn, so I'm I'm pretty active on it.
1: Well, Brad, we'll let you get back to that beautiful weather over there. Enjoy it. And looking forward to having you back on the show in the near future.
0: Great. Well, thanks for your time. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Brad. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe for more episodes like this. For more information on Construction
1: Pals podcast and Blue Tape, please visit bluetape.com.